Episode 31 of the Go Gorilla Filmcast, your source for all things indie film. I am one of your hosts, Sashia Dumont. I am another one of your hosts, Mr. Paul Robinson. We're going solo Son. today. Solo today. We're supposed to have a guest. It's so lonely in here. <laughs> um, but, you know. Things happen. I guess poop happens. Yeah, and, uh, things happen. Yeah. That's what happens when you try to get important people on your podcast, is that uh, they have things to do. The important LA types. Yeah, but it's cool. It happens, you know. Such as I life. still enjoy talking to you, so <laughs> I could do that. Do that. So, so what are we talking about today? Well, let's give a quick update on Neptune. Still working on it. <laughs> still working on that. So there's that mm-hmm. out of the way. A little housekeeping. Okay. Uh, mm-hmm. Today, there's been a lot of stuff in the news recently regarding film and people taking roles they shouldn't that they quote unquote shouldn't take, and people turning down roles they shouldn't be taking that sort of thing so um i thought it was interesting mm-hmm. i'm glad that you think it's interesting yeah well so uh what do, you, what do you think about so let's start with i guess the cranston right mm-hmm. uh now i love brian cranston how can you not you know he's fantastic and uh i believe that it's in his contract that he has to be in his underwear in every role he plays <laughs> so uh i like to see him keeping up with that that trend which is good. And, um, but he recently took a role playing a paraplegic. Mm-hmm. And uh, a lot of people were not happy about that. So, um, well, pe- well, let's just clarify that people yes. in, the di- in, in the disabled community. Yes. Well, people not in the disabled community as not well. Not really. I mean, honestly, though. Your average moviegoer, yeah, no, probably not. Does not, not give two craps but, and didn't, didn't, uh, didn't put two and two together that oh you know he's an able-bodied actor playing mm-hmm. a disabled actor um that this this came about mostly because of those that do work in and the community in support of disabled actors mm-hmm. um that kind of brought up a common issue which right. is as i'd said able-bodied actors playing disabled characters yep. and you can go there look there's tons of arguments on both sides right and in in defense of brian cranston um they want they want a face. Right. But Someone in that film sell. specifically, they could have totally still had an A-list actor mm-hmm. play, the, I think it's called The Upside or Ups, something like that mm-hmm, was the name mm-hmm. of it. It's a true story. Okay. And Kevin Hart plays, um, I guess, like his uh, sort of medical assistant sort of nurse type person. Mm-hmm. Um, that character I, I I think they're pretty much pretty much kind of both the leads in that. Right. In you know. And so you could have cast an A-list actor to play Kevin Hart's part. I mean, I think Kevin Hart's still considered a, an A-list actor, but he's yeah. not considered a serious actor. No. So you you no. know, I don't I for that reason I wouldn't he's really think He's your video think, game guy. He's a video game Yeah, he's, you know, he's the funny dude, you know. So Yeah, if you have a a film that's going to be um adapted from a silly video game like Monopoly. <laughs> I think they're making a Monopoly movie. Okay, are with they? Him. Uh, yeah. Jesus, we are just bored. Yeah. Um, so yeah. So I mean, I I could totally understand giving that part to an A list actor, mm-hmm. and then actually having somebody who's disabled play Cranston's part. Right. That would have been a great way to sort of transition into that, right? Where you say like, we're still getting the star power because who the hell was ever like, you know what? I want to see. Mm-hmm. I do you know the duo 
that I've not yet seen in cinema. Is Brian Cranston? Is Brian Cranston and Kevin Hart? And Kevin Hart. So there's no way that you could be like, well, I mean, come on, we got two, you know, amazing dramatic actors. They couldn't be any more different. So right. it's not like that's what the world's been waiting for. We could have totally just had one famous actor in that right. part. And so, you know, I think Kate Blanchett was had actually argued against this whole thing and saying that as an actor, it's you know, kind of saying, giving a screw you to the whole thing and saying, like, as an actor, it's your job to play whatever role is given to you and sure. challenge yourself. And uh-huh. that maybe includes somebody who is not able-bodied and all this. Um, and yes, that is true if there was an equal opportunity for that. Right. If, if disabled actors were actually able to audition for disabled parts, which right. they can't. As a star. And in, then, many, in many uh, circumstances. Uh-huh. Yeah, then... Because, hey, everybody's getting work. But when you're literally taking food out of someone else's mouth yeah. to play that part that they play every day. Eh. Yeah. And it'd be one thing, too, if if uh, disabled actors were be uh, were able to audition for, quote unquote, regular parts or parts that aren't disabled, you know. And, you know, if we, we have a role of this guy who's a brother, there's no reason that he, you know what I mean? The Couldn't have a disability. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, um there's not, like, to your point, there's not, like, an equal opportunity there back and forth. You know, yeah, if that I mean, was I, the case, then, okay, that would, that I think that could be a little bit more tolerable, in my opinion. Hmm. Although I don't, you know, I, I, I don't really have a, a race, in, a horse in this race. I think that's how it goes. You have a race in this horse? I don't have a race in this horse. <laughs> but, uh, you know, it's not, it's not equal on both sides. No. You know. No, and I, I mean, obviously, we're not going to have not uh, that there should be sides. But, somebody you know. who's uh, a quadriplegic playing a uh, you know marathon runner, mm-hmm. right? They can't. But there's a lot of exclusion in in uh, in script writing and stuff, and in sitcoms and all that stuff, mm-hmm. where you know, pretty white they're, people. They're they're people that are That's disabled that yeah. are still they're still somebody's brother-in-law or or aunt or teacher or something, and yeah. why can't? Um, why can't we write roles for that? Or, or and not even write roles for it. Like, I I just wouldn't unless unless okay yes okay this person is I need this person running in the scene. Well, if this person only has one leg, this is going to be this is going to be difficult. Not impossible, right? Depending on the person and and the type of disability they have, where you know how much of their leg is missing. Do they have prosthetics? Mm-hmm. You know all this. But I mean, if if I'm just kind of like writing the- for parts and somebody auditions and I'm like, this person's great, but they're missing an eye. Okay, then I guess this character's missing an eye because they did right. really well in the part. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know. It's just that it, I live in my own world where I'm like, is isn't is it not this simple? I mean, even just something as simple as a scar, you can't even. Oh, well, there's a big scar across her face. Yeah. No. Yeah. Uh, you know, I mean, I had. I've known several people in my life who had crazy scars that they got, uh, you know, one way or another. I had a friend in, in just segue. <laughs> I had a friend in junior high who was very aesthetically attractive. With, you know, you would, anybody would look at her and say, oh, that she's a really pretty girl. But she had a scar on the corner of her mouth uh-huh. because she had bit into a wire when she was like four, a live Oof. wire. And Ooh. it burned. So, I mean, Ouch. it wasn't like you had to kind of be close to her. I mean, you mm-hmm. wouldn't see it from across the room. But it was something you noticed. But she wasn't any less attractive. She just had a scar. Yeah. On the corner of her mouth. Her mouth wasn't perfect, but yeah. she was still really attractive. So I don't understand. Oh, I don't get it. Yeah. Whatever. It's weird. And then there's the the <coughs> other side of it that, uh, you know, I'm not saying that I agree with it, but there is the other side of the argument. I remember when um, Dallas Buyers Club came out mm-hmm. and a lot of people got on um, Jared Leto for playing transgender. Is he transgender in that? He was transvestite. Transvestite. Um, that why is he playing the role when they can get a transvestite actor to play the role? Mm-hmm. And then his argument at the time was, 
um, and I may be mistaken, but I'm pretty sure that his argument at the time was, well, if if him being in the movie mm-hmm. makes elevates the movie in terms of public um, outreach, mm-hmm. more people will see the movie because he's in it, then that yeah. will bring more people to see that these characters exist. It's kind of like the, the, the first step in it, right? You know? Right. Um, but I guess... I don't. I it's don't imagine like, it's that. It's kind of like if you were to um, cast uh, uh, someone really famous in a movie about about disability, and more people will see it because there's a famous person in it, there, thereby bringing more attention to that disability. And you know, uh, hopefully, but we've been doing field, this for years. And I, hey, I'm not. I'm and, not arguing that. Yeah, point. Yeah, yeah. We've I'm been doing saying, this like, for years, and 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 it's not really doing much good. No. Um, and I guess my argument to the Leto thing uh, in response to him would be. Okay, but I don't imagine a whole bunch of people that have issues with transvestites would be running to watch Dallas Buyers Club. Right. That are like, I don't like transvestites, but this movie looks phenomenal. Yeah. You know? yeah. A person who actually has an issue with another person's sexuality is not going to suddenly change because Jared Leto changed their no, mind. No. I know Jared Leto thinks seems to think a whole lot of himself, but <laughs> I mean, come on. Yeah. You know. Um, so that just no, I I mean, I, I get both sides of it, and, and, and that's the problem, right? The argument is that, well, what, what transvestite actor or transgender actor can you name that would have been able to play? Because look, Jared Leto seems like a really strange person. Um, the stories that I've heard, I don't know that I, I don't know. Mm. I, I, yeah. he's, I don't know. Yeah. The, the whole, like, used condoms on set, throwing at people. And, and yeah, it's stuff, like, yeah. I, I feel like. I actually think that speaks against your ability as an actor when you have to go that far. When you're so uh, effing method yeah. that you have to start throwing bodily fluids at people, like get out of here. That's no, that's disgusting. That's just disgusting. And you need to start, you know, freshing up on your acting classes if yeah. that's where you need to go in order to stay well, it in speaks character. Speaks more to the, uh, yeah, to the, uh, you know, the, the the method of 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 you as an actor. You know, the methodology of you, whether you're yeah, a method it actor. Speaks or about you just... as a person, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> as yeah. well. But anyway. Um, you know, I don't remember my point. So there's that. Um, yeah. Well, Jared Leto, and, oh, well anyway, I was oh, saying, dude. saying that, you know, he's, he's a weird dude and everything, mm-hmm. but he's, I mean, he's a good actor. I can't say that Jared, Jared Leto's not a good actor. He's obviously a good actor, but the bigger problem is that if you say, oh, well, what, you know, what transgender, tr- transvested actor do you know, actor or actress that, um, is famous well we don't but not because they don't exist just because they're not given the opportunity because we keep giving these roles to other people and so we never it's the same thing with minorities right mm-hmm. when you can when you think of like okay think of a muslim male actor i got three yeah. off the top of my head and that's pretty much it because yeah. you see the same three people constantly because it's not really uh the the door is very very slightly opened yeah uh so well you know hopefully we'll get there at some point yeah, but and and it's always from and it's always the people, the Cranstons of the world, that are going to take the heat for it. Not that he shouldn't, but you know, somebody cast this film, somebody gave somebody money for this film, right? Somebody thought it was a good idea to. And cast. he did comment on it. Yeah, I don't know what he said. What did he um, say? I, I don't remember exactly, but he commented something in, in more in defense of the star power of it that hmm. that they were doing it to you know, well, it would raise awareness and yeah. this and that in the star power. On the flip that seems side, to be the, always the 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 other the argument for it. Yeah, on the flip side of that, um, Jamila Jamil Jamil Jamila Jamil from mm-hmm. A Good Place. Mm-hmm. Um, what's her character name? Uh, Tawny. Is it Tawny? Right? Is that her name? I don't remember. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> She, uh, we're so freaking prepared. She's the Brit. 
She's the Brit of the, she's of the, the bunch. She, yeah, she's the high class uh, Brit. Um, and uh, I only I only remember Chidi. That's the only name. I don't even remember Chidi. Chidi's one of my favorite characters. So. Um, yeah, so she, on the flip side of that, she had been offered a role to play mm-hmm. somebody who was deaf, mm-hmm. and she turned it down. Although having been born partially deaf, right. she's now, I guess, pretty much has full use of her hearing. Right. And she said, no, I think that should be, she, you know, she was very British about it. Mm-hmm. And she said, thanks, lovey. You know, she, you know, there's a brilliant, you know, because yeah. they love using that word, because there's, yeah. there's just wonderful pro- proper people, yeah. um, that there's a brilliant... Uh, deaf actress out there that should have that role, so she turned it down. And mm-hmm. this is this is a um, an, an actor that I mean, look the show the show's really popular. When that show came out, and I heard the concept of it, I was like, that's not gonna last. Yeah. I don't know why I thought that, it's even though uh, Kristen Bell, you know, it, she's just adorbs and everything. Yeah. Um, but I didn't really, aside from Ted Danson, uh, they were the only two people in the show that really were a, like a, 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 a familiar name. face, you know. And I it, thought, like, how long is this gonna last? Because they pump out sitcoms constantly, yeah. and you're like, oh lord. But it was really well written, and the all the and this just goes to show. We didn't know any of those other people. I'm like, they're all hilarious. These mm-hmm. are all really good actors. Yep. And so one can even argue, like, you know, she's. She's starting to gain popularity. Should she be turning that part down? What if this was like her role? Mm. And it didn't matter to her. She still was like, no, that's not, I'm not going to feel right about that. Yeah. I'm assuming. Um, Maybe she just didn't want to deal with the backlash. Who knows? I don't know. But either way. Oh, Jesus. Oh, boy. (laughs) We're going live. Either way. Jeez. (laughs) You write it. We'll do it live. That was my phone that has already... Uh, a huge crack on my screen, which my screen's probably just been obliterated yeah. at this point. Um, but yes, so, so she so, so she, she turned take, it down, right? So, but my thing's always been why why are why you know these the actors you know we we blast the actors uh, whether right or wrong we blast the actors for taking these roles, but you know we still will go see movie other movies that these production companies will make you know if if universal makes a movie i I don't know who did the uh cranston one but let's just say for argument's sake it's universal well we you know the only way that they're going to get the message is if you make noise about it you know boycott them that's what this is for the first time is now that you have social media because before who would even know about this stuff you know you wouldn't know that but it starts at the top you know yeah i mean yeah, we talked about this when Eileen Grubo was on. Yeah, about a, the transparency of that. Yeah, and and, and all. yeah, I mean, it's uh, yeah because as an as an actor myself, if I that would be just my luck, right? I'd be like, we got a role for you, and you have to play someone in a wheelchair. I'd be like, God damn it, you know? Because well, that's the other that side of it too. You know, if suck, you're if you're, you know? if you're a starving artist and and you need a job, and the job is to yeah, play. You know. I think as an actor, if you make a habit of taking those parts. That's an issue. And when you're already when you're already established, it's like you don't need this money. You don't need this money. Although there is that whole and if if some people may not know this with certain studios, when you sign on to one film, you actually have to sign on to another. Yeah. Right. Okay, we'll give you this part. But our next film that we do, you have to be in that. And so if it's something where you have to play somebody who's not able bodied, you may not have a choice. But I highly doubt that's how this is always happening. No. Yeah. I mean, there's they can't make you do that. They, They can make you be in the movie, but they can't make you play this part of a disabled person. Well, you know, the business is kind of dark. It is, but you know what I mean? If if you <laughs> cared enough, you can just say, I'm not going to do it. And if you're going to make me do it, I'm going to go and write an op-ed about why you made me do it. Yeah, I, I think that if if I were a, a well-known actor, I wouldn't, I'd know for sure that I wouldn't do it. Because, well, I don't have to do this. Yeah. I don't have to do this. Yeah. 
And so I can say no. So that that's our uh, 17, 17 minute minutes and of 10 pure gold. seconds of pure 10 gold. second rant on that topic. Yeah. And it's so, a top, I hope to see, you know, I really, really hope to see that, you know, cause, and, and, you know, if you didn't listen to the Eileen Gruba episode, I highly recommend it. It's, it's a great yeah. one. She's amazing. Um, she, and, she was how we learned that you actually can't audition. Yeah. With a disability that you're excluded from those auditions, which so is crazy. insanity. So crazy. Insanity. So hats off to Eileen, who's still doing amazing things and representing the disabled community. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We are a little bit late to the Bandersnatch. Sure. I'm going to jump on the Bandersnatch wagon. Oh. Hey, well, oh. I've got jokes. I've Bander, got jokes. Dan, bandwagon or snatch. So... We're jumping on a little late, so mm-hmm, mm-hmm. if I have to stay spoiler, because because I've been busy, is that why? Oh, gee, I don't know. Um, so, <laughs> so you must have seen it already, and if you haven't, you can't be that interested in seeing it. It's been out since like yeah. the day after Spoilers. Christmas or something, almost a month already. It's yeah. been out. Most people that would see it have already seen it, so we're going to talk about it. Mm-hmm. Talk about it. Talk about it. So. Um, we didn't see all the endings. We saw most. I, mean, I don't know how many people actually sat there and counted every. Is there like oh, a definitive? Yeah, I think there is a, definitive, a number. Yeah, um, I don't know what it is, it but I went online after I watched because we watched it through a couple of times, and I went online and watched all the other endings. But I thought, um, so let's talk about it. Okay, great. So <laughs> I thought, what did I think about this thing? Well, I thought it was a great experiment from a technological standpoint. I thought it was really well done. The um, uh, the logistics of it, you know, and how the you, execution, you, you mean? Yeah, the execution okay. of it and how you chose and how it was mm-hmm. pretty seamless. You know, it wasn't like you clicked and then waited it for it to load or something like that. Like it was pretty. What happens if you don't pick something? I think it, it, it well, just I mean, does whatever. Yeah, it does whatever. Yeah. I don't know. We always pick something. Um, and actually, actually, Netflix released um, all the like the popularity of the choices. Hmm. I, me- I meant to read that, but I didn't. Um, but I always wanted whatever was the darkest. Murder him! <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> probably. But uh, I don't know. I just don't know if, if storytelling is there yet. Hmm. If, they've, if they've cracked this. Well, you know? interesting that you should say that because Netflix is currently being sued mm. by a Vermont-based mm. company, publishing company, I believe, or something like that. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm totally going to kill this because I didn't write it down, but I think it's called Chuseco. Choose... C-H-O-O-S-E-C-C-O, Chuseco. Okay. That does, I think it's more like a, for kids. The choose your choose own adventure. Choose your own adventure mm-hmm. kind of thing. And so we'll talk about, you know, the whole everyone loves to sue people for mm-hmm. things. But An overly litigious society we live <laughs> litigious. in. Litigious. Yeah. Um, but here's where they're in a bit of a pickle there. Uh-huh. Because apparently Netflix did go to Chuseco, mm. chose Seco, I don't know, and tried to get them to write something like this for Netflix. Mm. And they said, nay. Oh. And then, and then Netflix went bing, and bang, it. boom, they found somebody else and they were like, hey, write this thing with this concept is, and whatever. Is the concept based on something that Chuseco... Just that it's choose your own adventure. I mean, that, I don't know. Which that's is, tough because that's kind, kind of a of trend, genre. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I always, here's where I went back to as soon as I heard this. I oh. went, I'm going way back into the eighties here. I want to say 1989 ish, whenever big came out, yeah. Tom Hanks is big Yeah. in that film, because I've seen it probably 347 times. There was a scene 
where when he already gets the job for the toy company and, and all that, and they're going to this conference meeting, mm-hmm. the conference meetings that he has to sit in on, and the guy who's the boyfriend to the girl that he is interested in, who's a douche through the whole thing, yeah. who is also Kevin's dad in Home Alone. Um, yeah, sure. Yeah. He starts to sort of question him on the well there was the whole transformer robot thing but then he had this idea tom hanks's character has this idea um where it would be a comic book that you could choose your own ending and so you'd have tons of stories within this one book and Mm -hmm. you could buy more stories to load it in and all this other stuff so when i heard this i'm like this idea dates quite far back. So you're saying that Tom Hanks should actually shoot. I'm saying Tom Sue Hanks should be Chuseco. suing Chuseco yeah. <laughs> and Netflix. Yeah. Well, <laughs> um, from but what no, I understand, like, you know, choose your own adventure books are a thing. You know, yeah, it's not like yeah, um, they you know they I don't know. It's like suing somebody because they made a scary movie. That's what it seems like to me. And I could be wrong. Well, I mean, I, I think it's a little bit more detailed than that. I mean, that that is kind of their but thing. If to suing ch- them no over one else the, is really the doing that. Concept of choose your own adventure. Like that is not because that's it's basically like you can't own that. Yeah, you can't own a con. You can't own choice. Right, various various choices. Right, but now again, they can you know they can copy the story idea or they can copy uh, the the interface or the 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 execution of it, like how they did it. That stuff is copyrightable, I believe, but not the 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 concept of making choices. It's like, you know, Apple went through all this crap with when they came out with their phone. Like, do they own icons on a square grid? And they were trying to like sue Android over mm-hmm. how they lay but it, it's 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 similar to that in that like it's not really like a it's like a it's like a concept, you know, right. it's like a an ideology. Yeah. Uh, versus it actually being like a concrete thing. I could be wrong with the Apple thing, but I remember there was a big hubbub about it. Hubbub. Hub hubbub. But the problem here is that they did go to this company. Mm-hmm. So yeah, the, that's where, the timing that's, that's is where it gets interesting. Yeah, that that's for me where it gets interesting because it's like mm, you did reach out mm-hmm. to them and they didn't bite. Mm-hmm. And they went and did it. I and wonder then you if the went company and is did like it with sour because it's like no, we told them we didn't want to do it, and they went and did it anyway. Well, obviously, yeah. yeah. I think that's the whole thing is that this uh, this company probably feels that they've sort of cornered the market on that concept, which again mm-hmm. is a, a slippery a, yeah, slope, but a rough area. Um, so I don't know. I don't know how that's going to go. But as far as the execution of this, I thought it looked good. Everything they do usually looks good. Um, it was one of the least black mirrory black mirror episodes that I've seen. Mm-hmm. Aside from the one with that robot that was running around, I was like, "What is happening?" Oh yeah, here. Uh, 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 metal, metal. I wasn't a fan of that. Something, yeah. Um, black and white is black and white. Yeah, yeah. I wasn't a fan of that. I wasn't a fan. Uh, Segway, Segway. <laughs> I have not quite been a fan of their work as of late. Mm. I enjoyed. But I'm gonna sound like I'm gonna sound like uh, I'm gonna sound like really hipstery and meta and shit right now uh-huh. when i say i enjoyed black mirror when nobody knew what the fuck black mirror was yeah right when you struggle to find another person that knew what that was and by that i mean another american because yeah. most brits obviously were watching it and they were on the bandwagon already and we actually started watching it because of um andrew mm-hmm. who lives out in the uk and was like oh there's this really cool show I don't remember how many years ago that was. Mm-hmm. And I remember seeing it on Netflix. I put it on the queue, but we hadn't watched. And then we started and we were like, this is brilliant. Yeah. And their first season, was great. production value was Meh. Magoo. Yeah. But the writing was so good, it didn't matter. And mm-hmm. so there's here here's another topic, right? 
when you can, when production value is feasible, when you're making just a short, you got to make that look good, right? If you want me to sit down and watch a 10 or 15, 20 minute short that looks like ass, you know, that yeah. that's that's rough, especially when your money is being allocated to things that could have been completely discounted yeah. or, you know, that kind of thing. But I don't know what their finances were when they started. I don't know what their budgets were like, but it seems like, look, we have these really good actors. That These are still sets that have to be built and there's a lot of graphics and stuff we have to pay people. So maybe they didn't have like the highest 4K camera. I don't even know if that was out at the time when they did the first season, but maybe they didn't have the best of the best, but their stories were so good, mm. so freaking good that it didn't matter. Right. Just didn't matter. I could go back to that first season yeah. now and still be thoroughly entertained. Now, if you go to the last season, which looks stellar because now yeah. they've got all this money and I'm assuming the budget's gone up, the stories are suffering. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. You know, the the rewatchability of of it, you know, is less now. And it's just, you know, it's 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 what we do in America. We take great concepts from other <laughs> countries and we totally p- piss on them. Yeah. We say the piss, don't we? Yeah. Um yeah, I don't know. I I think the. I mean, I'll still watch the next season. Of course, yeah. You know, um, because there are some like an Alzheimer's solid patient. Concepts. I'll jump right on it and and be waiting. Yeah. But I feel like this past season was quite disappointing. Yeah, and I think I'm one of we both are two of maybe ten people in the world that weren't impressed by San Junipero. I didn't get that yeah. episode. Like, I didn't okay, hate it, was, it, but I was like, it's oh, okay. It's hailed as like the ultimate black mirror episode and i'm like what i mean if you take it out of the black mirror world it's amazing but it's not if a somebody black, just not a made that mirror. short if yeah. you were like oh someone just made that short right. for ten thousand dollars it'd be like stellar wonderful beautiful but for black mirror the story was bleh. yeah it was okay i, I don't know Everyone yeah. was asking for like, you know, continue the story, make a movie. They were supposed, they were supposed to do like a San Junipero movie. I was like, oh, no, I'm not sitting through that. No, 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 I I don't know. I don't know. I thought they did. Oh, you know, at the 80s. And yeah, but there's so many more episodes that didn't look as great in the first season that blew that one out of the water. And and Netflix is doing this thing, too, where they're still, you know, hiring British actors and they're trying to make do their best to make it feel still like it's um, that same show. Yeah, but they got their I mean, claws they, on it. It's... They'll bring, you know, they bring in like Bryce Dallas Howard and these people. That season on. was still good, though. It was, there were a yeah. couple that I was like, oh, we're slipping a little. But look, you have whatever, eight to ten episodes or something. There's going to be some that you like and some that oh, are course. okay or whatever. Um, but this last season, it felt really Forced. commercial. It, it, it was like... I it made was like a comparison somebody tried to, to make it. A, try, it was like somebody's trying to actively make a copy of the show. I think I said that. I yeah, said I said like something that. like it looks. God damn it! What did I say? It looks like a parody of itself. That's yeah. what I said, it, and that's what it reminds me of. It reminds me of somebody trying to be unique. Yeah, yeah. And that's what happens when you try to be unique versus just having unique writing. Mm-hmm. So yeah, and that's. It's shameful because, like that episode with Toby Cabell and the the eye yes. thing, so good. Well, it's Tony Cabell. Toby, 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 Toby. Yes, Toby Cabell. He's awesome. I don't know why he's not like a superstar. He does, you know. I I, I don't know. He does a lot. Of, he's he's in a lot of stuff. Yeah. And it's always it, he always pops up when we're watching something else. I'm like, oh my god, Toby Cabell's this. You know? <laughs> you should get him on if you're listening. Right. Right. He's just totally Toby. listening to our show. To our show. Uh, um, he was in um. He was in the remake of that. Uh, what was uh, that one with Lawrence Fish- Fishburne with the fake where they had like the 
computer legs and they were in this weird like world. Hmm, I have no idea what what film that it is was a you're sci-fi. referring to. It was a sci-fi film. Yeah. And was it that bad? that British girl that cries and everything. I think uh, she's British mm. from Bates Motel. She was in it and Tony Cabell played the friend. And that okay. was and that was I think the second cuz we'd seen him in Black Mirror and then that was the second time we'd seen him. I think that was Tony Cabell. Mm, Toby. Toby. I don't know why I keep calling him Tony. Yeah. Tony Cabell. Brad Rob. <laughs> <laughs> Your new name is Tony. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. I think that was him in in that. Damn it. Oh, well. Uh, but yeah, so I, I, I don't know. I, I just wish that if they're going to continue the series, if, if Netflix wants to pick it up, then they should just pick it up and let it continue instead of like trying to. It's like that thing where, you know, everybody wants to be an art critic, right? So you have like, and I'm not saying everybody does this or, or I'm not, you know, making, I'm trying not to make a general s- statement, but I see mm-hmm. it a lot in my line of work and in TV is where a producer will come in and they will, you know, want to make their mark on it. And that's fine. That's their rights, their money, whatever. It's their production company or whatever. But it's like a lot of times that's, you know, uh, you know, somebody that doesn't know the, you know, isn't as embedded into the culture of the, of the, of the series as, you know, as the people that have been making it for so long. Yeah. Uh, and I don't know the story if they kept the writers, if they, I don't know any of that stuff, but you can definitely tell a shift. There's been a shift and I'm not a fan of yeah. it. And that may be a shift within the show itself. Maybe they let the writers keep writing and, and everything. I, I don't know. But I can only imagine that there was a bunch of producers that were like, we need big stars and we need we need, we need need to make it bigger and bigger and bigger and better. And it's like, well, it doesn't always have to be bigger and bigger and bigger. Mm-hmm. You know, just tell good stories. Yeah. You look at like the Twilight Zone, you know, it's not like they had to like every season they had to make bigger sets and more explosions and longer fight scenes or whatever they're doing. You know, they just they just made had a good concept and they just continued to follow it through. Yeah, that's how I feel about that. Well, um, I I was totally listening to you, of course, but, <laughs> but it was driving me crazy about the, Tony Cabell, Tony Cabell. <laughs> um, and I realized that, no, that's not there's an there's an actor that looks a lot like him, or I think looks a lot like mm-hmm. him. It's kind of the the Logan Marshall Green Tom Hardy yeah. uh, phenomenon. He, he has a Logan Marshall. Green? He has his own Logan Marshall Green, yeah, or nice. vice versa. Um, and an actor called Bo Nap, who I love. Mm-hmm. Now Bo Nap and ironically Bo Nap and Toby Cabell, I believe, are both in the new movie Destroyer. Coming out. I've been waiting. Nope. It's not playing here because we live in Bumblefuck, so we yeah. can't get anything. It's only playing in one theater in, in Manhattan. Uh, so, you know, one would say, well, how bad do you want to see it? Just go to Manhattan. Yeah. We're, at, we're in the middle. Of, there's a snowstorm coming this weekend, so we're not going anywhere. But I I believe they're both in that movie. So Bo Knapp played the friend and the name of the movie was The Signal. Oh, yes. I remember that film. The Legs. Yeah, the I thought legs that was actually thing. okay. I thought that was a pretty good... Yeah. I thought that was for having kids, so to speak, yeah. as the stars. Because when I was like, "Oh man, is nobody over like nineteen in this?" Yeah, but they they did a pretty good job. I I enjoyed it was that. Interesting. Yeah. yeah, it was it was really interesting. So yes, he was in that. Hmm. Um and um, uh, fuck. Oh boy, here we go. <laughs> um, Southpaw. Uh. He played his his friend. Uh, he Bo played, Nap did or or to- Tony Cabell? No, Bo Nap, Bo Nap. was in. Southpaw. He played uh, Gyllenhaal's friend in that. Mm. His like best friend or whatever. The one he gives the watch to, I think, yeah. or something like that. And he tra- he gives it back to him. Tries to give it back to him. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, anyway, yeah, yeah. I'm going. Yeah, I'm just. I'm in the rabbit hole. <laughs> yeah. 
Here we go live. We're going down the rabbit hole. Going down the rabbit hole. Yeah. um, So, so, okay. So let's go. Let's just, let's just inch back a mm -hmm. little bit. Because we went, we went, shift it back. We went on a Black Mirror rant. But what we meant to talk about was Bandersnatch specifically. Right. um, In that I thought, I thought the storytelling was so yeah, I agree. Listen, the the writers of that would read my stuff and be like, "Who the fuck are you to yeah. talk?" But the That's thing fine. for me was like, but you know, I just I was not. It was not Black Mirror worthy to me. Uh, yeah, no. Again, not. that was a short. That if somebody said we made this short, yeah, some film school students that just graduated made mm-hmm. this, I'd be like, brilliant. That was great. But for having, I'm assuming a, a pretty impressive budget, way more impressive than we would ever get. Yeah, I just thought. No. Yeah, you know, they had to shoot probably like days of footage to get all yeah. the all the things. And some of the stuff like see, here's my problem with <laughs> another another problem what's I have your problem? with it is like what's your problem, Paul? You take the scene for let's take the scene when he goes into what's his face's room and he's like, Hey, you want to do drugs? I don't remember what the drug was. He wanted he asked him if he wanted to take what's it? Take the drugs. Drink? What right, he went into his room, he went back to his house with them, right? The the developer and the guy with oh, the glasses. Yes, yes, he yes. went back to his house with them. This is before you could like jump off the balcony or whatever. Right, right, right. And he's like, "Hey, you want, you want, you do you want some drugs?" And he's like, "No, I do." <laughs> do you I, want and some then you drugs? Could pick, like, yes, I want some drugs, or no, no, I, would I not, don't want. I drugs. would not like to have drugs. <laughs> and no matter which one you picked, you still took the drugs. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because if you agreed to take it, you would just take it automatically. Or I, he, or I, he sneaks it, in or he sneaks it in your thing. Drink. So you know, choices like that are just like unnecessary. And I, I would like to see. I would like to see. You want it. to see a drug-free? No, but my, my point is, is that like it's 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 those choices are relevant, right? Because it doesn't matter, you know. So you're just it's like adding, a teenager. It's gonna do, they're going to do whatever the hell they want anyway. Yeah, you're adding choices for just for the the sake of it, but it's it's. I'd like to see how you, it can be like like a lot of the choices were basically wrong, right? You know, you took these choices, and then you know when I first chose to take the job. You know, when mm-hmm. we were watching, I was like, oh, yeah, I'll take the job. And then it, oh, you took the job and you failed and that's it. Start over. It You didn't see it come to its natural conclusion. Mm-hmm. I feel like they just cheated their way. So you'd have to start over right. again. Whereas like. It's more of like an excuse to get to another option. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And it's like, I'd like to see it uh, that. Because you're always going to go somewhere, right? You're always going to. It's always going to end up coming back towards the central theme of the of the film. I mean, I guess there would really be no way, unless it's an actual video game, to to have that many choices mm. going on at once, you know. Um, but I um, it just felt very forced. Like you're always forced down this to a couple specific endings. It felt for me like when you go to a live show and a musician says, "Sing the song." Fuck you, you sing the song. <laughs> okay, I paid to watch you and listen to you perform this song. I'm not singing the song for you. Mm-hmm. You sing your own damn song, okay? Uh-huh. And that's how I feel with the, with the having that many endings. It's like you end the film. Fuck you. You end the film. You end the film. Write an ending. <laughs> Just well, no, I don't mind the concept of it. I, it was too much for me yeah. to say. Oh, you could do this or this. Okay, fine. If there had been just a reasonable limit, but to me, it was just exhausting after a while i started to really not and i think this is where you just have two different people right you have people that i love the fact that this never freaking ends i wasn't one of those people i was on the other side where i was just like this is getting boring i don't care about these characters anymore because now and now that i know that this character is capable of murder at some point 
depending on the scenario. I no longer, I'm never going to look at this character the same Mm -hmm. way. That was That's my problem with his. I didn't, the, I didn't really care about the stand, characters. I was not invested in either one of these people. Yeah. I wasn't rooting for any of them. Once he killed his father mm-hmm. uh, for pretty much no reason and was capable of doing that, once he was capable of doing that as a character, that's already sort of set And there's no way to not bar. kill your dad, right? That was something that... I think he. I think that bastard wound up dead either way. Yeah. I, don't, I don't think that guy ever had a chance. I don't know. Yeah. It just... I know it was it. It just tried too hard for me. But it was trying it, too hard. It could, and never, it could never be. I mean, I guess this is the problem that we have with video game adaptations and movies. You know, where it's you know, how are you going to be invested into this story if you're having to make choices hmm. for the character? You know, um, it just as much as I enjoyed it, it's a gimmick, right? It's not like something that I feel like could elevate the art of filmmaking or something like that. It's still a gimmick. It's like 3D. You know, it's. It's just something that could be fun and, it's the, and used. It's the Lars von Trier of of uh, of Black Mirror. Yeah, if used well, it could be something that's fun and cool. But it's never something. It's not something that can be applied to like any movie, you know, or something well, like that. Well, I didn't. I didn't get into it enough. Like again, I think we watched this for. Pro- we did this for probably about an hour before I was like, eh, and that's enough of that. Um, and and then you continued mm-hmm. on your own time. Yeah. But um, so I don't know if this this could be. A possibility, but I felt like no matter what you did, you were kind of forced into a certain scenario. Mm-hmm. Like with the dad, it seemed like no matter what you did, that guy was going to get murdered. Yeah, and the only difference was whether you chopped him up or burned him or whatever the hell the options were. I don't remember. Um, but that that there was no way for that guy not to die, and then there was no scenario where that character didn't get murdered. Right. I think if the options had been much more um, separate. So that if he didn't take the job, the story went in a whole other direction. Right. That might have been, a and, and again, but like w- within limits. Okay, let's yeah, just yeah. have like three options for each scene and then let's move on. Um, but for it didn't seem to do that. It seemed, it seemed like the, the story kind of always went into the same place. It yeah. still had the same theme. It was just kind of like, do you want to wear a green shirt or a red shirt? Who cares? Yeah. I'm still, I'm still going to wind up at this party. Right. So yeah. to speak, I'm still, there's nothing I could do to avoid this damn party. I don't care what shirt I'm wearing or whether I have nunchucks on me. I don't care. Yeah. It doesn't, and, you know, then when he starts like so no Kung Fu fighting his therapist, yeah. I'm like, I'm out. I'm just, there's too, it's too much for me. Yeah. There's no real consequences. I thought it, if the story had the character changed completely and it went somewhere totally different, not like, oh, look, we're in a desert now. But I just mean, you know, if the life of that character had just gone somewhere completely different, that might have been interesting for some time. Yeah. Um, it's just impossible to have that many. Um, you just seem to go in the same place. You just went around big. You just went yeah. around circles. Yeah. Because there's no way you could film that that much footage to fill right. in every choice you know right right so there's a logistical so i mean issue. i would i give it i C C C plus i'll give it a b minus give it a good good try you yeah, know I, uh, it was all right yeah damn it it's it very meta you know like someone's controlling me didn't you tell them what to do with his arm and he tries to fight back about like you. oh there's a there's a black mirror yay yeah. and then i was like this isn't black mirror yeah this is this is like a youtube sense this is like a vimeo thing this is something that somebody would have put on Vimeo that took off or like, oh, my God, did you watch that thing on YouTube where you could. Uh, well, there, but was, like it, there was Black this guy Mirror, who didn't um, seem. There was this guy uh, that I watched. He did a YouTube a series of YouTube videos where at the end of the, you know, at the end of a YouTube video, you can put a link mm-hmm. to another YouTube video. And he had choices at the end. Where do you want me to go next? And then you pick and then you would 
go to that video and watch him do that thing. So maybe he sh- maybe he can get sued <laughs> as well. We would just sue everybody and yeah. start, you know, and, and just go on that whole thing. So you think the lawsuit is frivolous? I think it's, yes. Based and on what we know. I, I understand that, you know, there's this little part of me. As much as I enjoy Netflix, I'm not going to lie. If I didn't, if if they took Netflix away, I'd be pretty effing upset. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's this little part of me that's like, yeah, get them for only for the part of being like, hey, will you come join? Come join the dark side. And they're like, no, I don't want to join the dark side. And they're like, all right, we'll just fucking kind of jump off of your idea since you won't do it, and we'll have someone else do it. Yeah. That is kind of a little bit screw the man. It's a little, you know, it's yeah. a, it's a it's a it's such a corporate move that's yeah. kind of shitty because the question is whoever made that decision in Netflix, whoever, whatever CEO or whatever the hell made that offer. If they went to them first, then they probably had never heard of this or even thought of that concept before. So there is the whole like, well, you did get this concept because of what I do. Yeah. But yeah. you can't really own a concept. So we, yeah. there is that. You know, I think it's, it's just kind of enough maybe as a company. I don't know that I'd go and sue them, but I, I'd say, hey, you know what? Netflix came to us and we wouldn't do it. Yeah. Because we screw the man. Yeah. And we're independent. We're a Vermont-based company, bitches. <laughs> <laughs> this and, is not dark black mirror. And uh, dark mirror. Dark mirror. It's it's a rouged kind of mirror. Um, and maybe just leave it at that. Yeah. You know, like yeah. Well, you're welcome. Okay. Yeah. And but I don't know that I you know whole lawsuit. You can't you can't really own a concept. Yeah. Maybe they're just hoping they'll settle. Saddle, 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 saddle. saddle. Um, so our last, our, our last topic. Yeah. Because I've watched stuff, but mm-hmm. I would just be having a conversation with myself because since you're living at your computer on sure. planet fucking Neptune. Planet Neptune, baby. I really can't drag you away from anything long enough to watch many things. So we mm-hmm. did, um, our buddy Alex came over last, last weekend. So mm-hmm. dragged you away from the computer to eat some bolognese and watch a movie. Mm-hmm. And Delicious we watched bolognese. bolognese. Uh, we watched Upgrade. Upgrade. Let me upgrade you. Yep. Um, with the ever delicious. Logan Marshall Green. Poor man's Tom Hardy, Logan Marshall Green. Yeah. Um, who also has a twin brother. Yeah. There's two of those There's things running those, around. Two of those things <laughs> Hallelujah. Um, and so, okay, Logan Marshall Green, yeah. great actor. Sure. Again, you know how it goes with me. You can be pretty, but you got you to give me something else. Yeah. You got to give me the stuffs. Sure. And he's got the stuffs. He's a great actor, but um, he's often confused for Tom Hardy, which is why I made that comparison and joke. They mm-hmm. do look strikingly similar. Sure. How this man has not played... How they haven't played brothers? I don't get it. Yeah, they will Hollywood, hello. Mm -hmm. What are you doing? They will eventually. Um, So, yes. So, we when we saw the, despite the the prettiness on the screen, we saw the the coming attraction for that in the theater. Mm -hmm. And I remember we both kind of went, I was, yeah. Just something about it didn't really click and i was like oh that's and i was like i'm gonna watch that because Mm -hmm. logan marshall green's in it but i'm Mm -hmm. not i'm not gonna rush to watch that and then a couple people started going oh this was really good it was really good i heard that too yeah and so i thought really Mm -hmm. huh all right diamond in the rough so let's watch this and we're we're the uh the dinosaurs that still actually get physical c uh, (laughs) physical dvds blu-rays yeah via netflix (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that might end soon. Yeah, so if because you're wondering, Netflix still does do DVDs. They still do DVDs. And, Blu-ray, Blu-rays, yeah. and we, uh, so Upgrade wasn't, 
I didn't want to pay for it because since we paid for Netflix, I was like, oh, I'll just throw it on the next DVD that comes in or Blu-ray rather. And so we got it and uh, I was underwhelmed. Yeah. I don't, the... I think there were some good moments. The the scene, basically every scene that they show you in the coming attraction, and this is what everybody does now, yeah. those were the best parts yeah. of the movie. So they showed all His the best parts of the movie. His reaction when he's fighting somebody and he can't control himself, that's just priceless. Yeah. So good. It's Logan Marshall Green, right? So he did his job as an actor. I'm not faulting him. I thought the writing was really, really needed help. Mm. It wasn't. It wasn't very totally good. Out. It wasn't very good. And so, if you've seen the trailer, there's the the main scene that reminds me of that Tao movie. And I think you had said. Yeah, that. I said it remind yeah. it reminded me of Tao, where I was like, ooh, 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 this is going to be exciting, good cast. And then I was like, that's yeah. it. I don't know. Yeah. Um. So in the scene in in this in in the trailer. It's a scene where he's laying flat and then he just like whoop, like iron boards up into an yeah. erect position <laughs> and um, is standing straight. And so the idea is that he has this chip in his body that controls his movements. So as an actor, he has to basically be in a fight scene, but not in a fight scene because he's not the one fighting kind of thing. So he did a great job of that. It was really comical. And yeah. ironically, I felt like I was watching a scene from Venom. Yeah. And I was like, so this is interesting. So this is like It's basically Venom. Basically yeah. Venom and how ironic that they look it's alike. it's a yeah. it's a Tom Hardy look alike, yeah. but that's exactly it's a voice in your head controlling your movements. So I was like, This mm-hmm. is this is Venom. Yeah. I don't know Rated who technically Venom. came out first. Well Venom came out in, you know, the seventies or whatever, I guess, right? Seriously, dude. <laughs> Sometimes you just, it's like you're just itching for a kick to the balls. And I don't know why you don't just write it on, on, a, on a piece of paper and itching say, hey, for a can you just kick me in the balls? And I'm like, yeah, sure. Um, but yeah, that it just, they felt really similar. Mm. There were two specific uh, death methods that were like, whoa. Oh, yeah. They did really good with that. Yeah. I'd have to say there's in that scene that they show you in the trailer, what they don't show you is how that guy gets finished off, which was like, ouch. Yeah. Um, yeah, but um, those two deaths were not cool enough to save the movie. That whole film, it just and neither was Logan. Yeah, I mean, it's in the trailer that the fight scene in the kitchen was probably the best part of the movie. That was the best part of the movie, and it was all in the trailer, you know. So yeah, it was, mm. and the whole concept, I it just was just like, really? Yeah, I, I thought it was gonna. I was like, okay, any minute now, this is gonna go somewhere else, and you know, yeah. they're gonna throw this curveball at us, and it, it was just really straightforward. Yeah. Um, and that was that, and and the just the way the the future works, filmmakers who will be writing scripts about the future. Mm-hmm. Um, why do we all have concrete walls? Because man, they're bunkers. Like for every the in the future, but it wasn't an apocalypse. See, that's the thing, right? Everybody could walk outside. There were still like slums and ghettos in this mm-hmm. world, but he lived. In this windowless house, like everybody seems to live in in the future, yeah. where nothing's hung up on the walls. And if it is, it's some huge, gigantic, obscure piece of art. But that's it. There's no photographs of anyone. Yeah. Everything's gray and cold. I and didn't know it took place that far in the future. I don't even know how far in the future it was yeah. supposed to be. But that was what was confusing because there were still houses. Yeah. Right? From the outside when he goes into that that kitchen scene. That house is like some shitty shacky house somewhere yeah. but then but he's got but the a, dude he talks a, to lives a, in a prism he's underground got a coffee table that's a, a a big iphone yeah he's got yeah. a giant iphone coffee table yeah. so i oh i hate i hate sci-fi futuristic settings like that 
because it's so typical and so cliche. Yeah. I mean, when you, you have, think about where we are right now, okay, think it's like we haven't learned, right? Let's go back to like the Blade Runner days. Yeah. And where we were supposed to be right now, because I was supposed to be right about this time, that we're all supposed to be dressing in like uh, iridescent garbage bags yeah. and wigs in Space yep. World. That's where we saw ourselves. Space World. Space World. <laughs> Party, Party time. time. And Excellent. so. I don't know why when we go like, oh, this is 25 years into the future. You know we're not going to have I know. concrete walls and prism bunkers under the ocean. Yeah. And our cars, cars aren't going to look like fucking velociraptors mm. that Hyundai like cocooned. Yeah, a yeah. cocooned velociraptor. Yeah. I don't know. It just is too much. And man, that technology. I'm sorry, oh, am I boring is, you what again? What's happening today? Jeez, Jeez, that's the second time you've yawned during a show. This um, marriage is going nowhere. <laughs> the uh it doesn't seem very safe it's easily hackable clearly this technology that people are driving yeah. self-driving cars yeah it's definitely not uh, you're not selling me on self-driving cars <laughs> in this movie i tell you if tesla yeah. was behind the the uh the sponsorship of this film you failed seriously it's it's uh scary but you know well that's like that that's like my main fear with a self-driving car right is that you could be like hey turn left and the car can be like go fuck yourself yeah get hacked turn by, this by hacked by uh somebody and then you know next thing you know you're driving off a cliff and you can't get out of the car or whatever it's just I'm not ready for it well we just gave that scene away but anyway uh if you still watch it let us know what you thought yeah let us know what you think of you know if you're like hey i thought that movie was great i'd say oh my god that that is totally your opinion you're wrong but it's <laughs> you know that okay completely your right to have your own you very wrong completely opinion completely <laughs> within your rights to be wrong um but also so we we've, we've actually had um we actually had a couple people reach out to us and yes. because paul is is in neptune land yeah. we haven't been able to watch stuff but we promise we will start watching your films and we will comment on them and and bring them, them into the yeah. show and review them and we will reach out to you guys as soon as we we do watch that we're just kind of waiting for me paul yeah waiting for me <clears throat> for paul Over to here. finish yeah this 2 minute yeah. I've basically had to do this film three times now. So Yeah. Well you finished it yep. and then And then I did it again and, and then, then you were like, What do you think of this? And then everything you were afraid of, I was like, Yeah, all these things and you were like, Those are all the things that I was worried about and I was like, Well, you had good reason. Yeah. Because I went and pointed them out right away. Yep. See so, if you want to know my uh-huh. my position uh-huh. here in your genius. Yeah. I don't know how to do any of this shit. Yeah. I just know when it doesn't look right. right. Okay. <laughs> I don't know, you know, whether you have to F5 or like vortex delete something. Mm. I don't know how you get. Whoa, whoa. Don't vortex delete. I, don't, don't get crazy. I don't know how you get the Fliberty gibbet to go from here to there with the particle specters. And I don't know any of that crap. Uh-huh. I just know that when I see something. I'm say like, something. when you see something, say something. And so you show me something, you're like, what do you think of this? And I'm like, I think it's crap. It's fucking garbage, isn't it? Um, it's, I don't know. I, I gave you my, my pointers, mm-hmm. which I thought were pretty valid. No, there. yeah. And they, yeah, they're so only again, confirming my, issues. I don't know. I don't know how to fix it, <laughs> but I could just tell you this needs more pigment. There's way too much dirt here. The colors are too muted and I'm losing the whole 
point of the scene. And uh, so go go fix that. Yeah, that's what I do. That's my job. I go go fix that. Here's here's my pointers. Here's what you need to do to fix uh, change my minds on how I feel about this. <laughs> yeah, and uh, Mazel Tov. Yeah, and then you you're like, all right, I'm going to get right on that. And then four weeks later, you finish it. Yeah. Well, I mean, I have a full time job too, and so it's not not that easy. Excuses. Yeah. Excuses. Anyway. Full-time job, schmool-time job. Yeah, seriously. Hey, but if anybody out there needs dirt, <laughs> digital dirt, I'm your guy. Digital dirt. Paul has cornered the effing market on digital dirt. Yeah. And it, all jokes aside, he, it, it, it's quite impressive what he's taught himself. I don't well, have the patience you. for it. Mm. I'd, have, I'd have gone through so many computers from having, well, I should say monitors. I would have punched so many monitors. I'm like, just go, just go to like Best Buy and get whatever's in clearance and open box because I'm definitely going to put my fist through this. Yeah, I often feel like I spend more time troubleshooting issues I'm having than anything else. But that's the, you know, that's the joy of learning. Sure. But it's like, I want this to do this. Just what, why is it not do? It's supposed to. It says right here, if you do this, it do, it's not doing it. What, what am I doing wrong? Then I got to go figure out what you know button I forgot to check or some nonsense. Yeah. And your frustrations are usually when I just hear you go. <sighs> Usually doesn't go further than that because once, <laughs> <laughs> once I hear you letting out really forced aggressive sighs, uh-huh. that's when I'm like, "Fuck! Do we have cookies in the house? Did I? Oh, we, I have ice cream or whatever." And then I'll bring you like a little cup of ice cream, and you're like, "Oh!" And then you, I, I can bring Keep you back going. down, yeah. bring you back down to like a three or four <laughs> from from a five from like <laughs> from from a really aggressive five i can bring you down to like a three with a cup of mint chocolate chip ice cream and then you're like all right all right reset i can whew, i could do this keep pushing through yeah and keep pushing through and then one time i accidentally literally shut your computer off while you were working because no you your, almost didn't shut down you it didn't did. shut down but i shut it to restart yeah it wanted to restart because for some reason your your freaking power button is at the top of the tower as opposed well, to the front. It's got a big front. light on it. How could you not? I have my back to it. Yeah, well. I don't know. I leaned I leaned back and uh, my elbow went into the button and my I immediately felt my bowels yeah. about to release because they thought that I had just like undone hours of work, of work yeah. and I was waiting for your freaking eyes to bulge out of your head <laughs> and I thought you were going to start bleeding sewage or something. Yeah. I don't know. I was terrified, and then but all but you didn't know what happened. That was the funniest part. Yeah, I hit the button, and your screen like it didn't. Well, it it flickered, but then it had a message. You were like, "What the hell?" (laughs) And and when I realized, oh my god, I just did that. I part of me wanted to just stand where I was, just keep standing there, and be like, "I don't know." Your computer is probably acting up, but it certainly wasn't because somebody put their elbow on the power button. I'll tell you you that. You shouldn't. You should have stayed with Mac. Uh, but I, I immediately fessed up mm, by yeah. going, <gasps> you were like, it's okay. It's, it's okay. It's okay. Yeah. And it was, everything was fine. It, everything was fine. Everything was fine. So, um, we have a couple of guests lined up, but again, I don't want to, uh, you know, because we don't know Inundate. what the schedules yeah. and, 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 and throw, throw ourselves in the line of fire there with that one. So you'll just have to, you'll just have to keep up Yep. and, uh, You'll have to just sit through the shows and get out of the way. listening. It's a world. <laughs> you know. Okay. Let's do this. It's done. It's the end of the show. End There's of the nothing show. else to do. All right. Well, so we do our shout outs. Yep. Shout outs to Mega Brain Comics, Reality Bomb Comic Cast, Steady Kicking. Look at you rushing right through it because you just want to get right back on that computer. You've no. literally been working. Not up for debate. Nine thirty. Yeah. Podcast. Not up for date. No, not up for a date. <laughs> not up for a date. That'd be another. Thing. I am not up for a date. Yeah. <laughs> 
Brandon, not up for I, a date confessions Brandon, of a I think you got woman. another podcast going yeah. on there. Not up for a date. Shout out to Perry Horovis. Horovis, who's helped you troubleshoot some yeah, things. Yeah, yes, he's been a huge help. He's a, a fellow clickster. Yeah. Every time he tells me something to try or do, he's like, "Don't tell Sashi. I told you this, but try this button." Because it's gonna keep you working for yeah. way longer, prolong this. Crap. So that's it. That's that it. was our show. That's Those our show. are our rants. That's our rants. And we hope you stuck it through. And if you did, we love you. We love you if you made it this far. And um, keep your e- your emails and keep reaching out to us. And if you have films, we promise we will watch them. Send us the links. We will watch them. Yep. We will get back to you. We have not stuff. forgotten about you. Yes. Which is busy. Busy bit. But, you know, we have, like, we have people reaching out to us now because we're cool and what shit. Up? What up? Yeah. Shout out to those people reaching out to us. Shout out to the people reaching out to us and uh, to our, um, our sweatshirt wearers. Yeah. Representing for Go Gorilla. Representing. Y'all are awesome. All right, guys. Um, we are going to bunker, uh, we're going to bunker down for the, the snowstorm that's coming. Yeah. And um, if you're listening to this, then we did not lose power because we were actually able to upload this. Yeah. Um, if you're listening to this on, say, Tuesday or Wednesday, then our power lines were obliterated yeah. in the ice storm. Yeah. Ugh. So fingers crossed you're, you're able to listen to this oh. Sunday night. Sunday night. Okay. Well. Wow. You're just. Okay. What? Did I miss something? <laughs> I thought we were done. We're, we are so done. We are, so, we are, we are done, mister. We are so done, mister. Thank you guys for listening. Sashia Dumont, over and out. Paul Robinson, over and out. We couldn't decide on a song. We We couldn't decide on a song. We couldn't decide on a song. So we came up with this one.